0: Welcome to Well Played Podcast, the show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Patera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Let's dive right into today's episode. Today, we are talking about reskinning a game. You all know that I absolutely love games. You all know that I love gamification and playful learning, right? And here is just an interesting task you could give your students. This could be a side quest for those of you that do bigger gamified classes and have been with us on the Well Played podcast and the Well Played community. Uh, But it also could be just an interesting sort of assignment for a a project for your kids. I'm going to talk specifically today about one. I really want to kind of dive into one game that you could use uh, and give you some suggestions of maybe one or two others. But Ultimately, this idea—it's quick, it's light—and I want you to. Uh, I want you to know about it. I want to discuss it with you. So, as always, if you want to use the hashtag #WellPlayedPodcast and tag me at Mister Matera, would love to have a dialogue and a conversation about this. If you have done a reskin of any game in your class, that'd be awesome. All right, a few disclaimers here. When you're thinking about retheming a game, it could be, it could really fit your unit for sure. Like the actual mechanics of the game and what you're doing. Like if you're in some economic class and you want to reskin Monopoly, sure, that's fine. But I want to push all of you to think a little bit outside the realm that the game actually has to match the content. The content is going to match the theme. But that, that doesn't mean the theme of the game. The actual like mechanics and what you do has to be your content. Because uh, when we do this, we free ourselves up to one, select probably better and more engaging games that your kids will enjoy playing their versions of. But it will also free us up to choose probably appropriate size games for the task. Uh, I have so many games that are currently in my mind that we could talk about but one that i want to like hint you at uh or hit, or point you towards i guess is the right way to say it is a game called coup and coup is you can get it on amazon i think it's 15 16 bucks maybe uh it's 18 cards and these 18 cards and then there's some money tokens in there that's what's in there and the game is pretty simple each person is going to be given two cards face down. And these 18 cards, I should say, really are six cards, six different type of cards that have been repeated three times. The exact same thing, right? And in this particular game, there are different roles like uh, a diplomat and an assassin and a captain, right? Uh, tax collector, I think, is one. I can't remember. But nonetheless... Each of these allow you to do something. And there's a very simple player card that tells you the actions you can take. And this game is a game, a little bit of BS, right? And I I get my two cards. I look at them and I don't have the tax collector, but the tax collector lets you collect $3 and I kind of want to collect $3. My cards are face down. When it gets to my turn, I can say as tax collector, I'm going to collect three coins. And here's the BS moment. If anybody's like, I don't, I don't think you, I don't think you are the tax collector. If I'm not, then I have to flip over one. And now everyone knows that one card is out of the game. Like, boom, like I flipped over an assassin. Now the assassin's out of the game. They know it. Now they know there's only two more assassins. Uh, There's a pile of cards that weren't used in the center, in fact, the diplomat, I think, is the one that lets you... Oh, no, it's the ambassador. The ambassador lets you swap some cards from the center and in your hand. And you you always have the same number. So I have my two cards and I draw two more. And then I put back any two I want. So I could keep my original two or keep two new ones or a mix and match. So this always keeps it lively because in the center, there might be that the two other assassins, right? Um, but back to the point, if... No one calls me on it. I get to be the tax collector kind of. I get to collect the three things. I get to do the thing I cannot do. Goes to the next person. If someone called me out on it and I did have it, they would have to flip one of their cards. And it's a game of survival. Like, you're trying to outlast everybody. A, ro- a whole game takes 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. It produces all sorts of tense moments, all sorts of fun, like, eruption, like, ah, oh, they were lying, or, like, I told you they weren't lying, or I was lying the whole time, but then I just used an ambassador to get new cards, and now I do actually have the diplomat. All sorts of, like, little moments like that. But here, here's the thing. We've set up what this game is and how it works for you, and now I want you to kind of realize... Think about it as a class assignment uh, or an optional task as a side quest to retheme the game of coup wouldn't take too long. They basically have to come up with six cards and a money system. That's it. I guess to do to do it justice, I would also make them redo the like action card and say like what are the actions you could do now you might say, well that seems pretty simple they're just gonna have to think of six cards and they're just gonna have to like make the cheat sheet of the like seven actions you can do that are paired to the six types of cards that are there. Uh, But that's actually a lot of content. If you stop for a moment and say like the game's coup, but now we're going to change the storyline instead of it being in some space age futuristic society, it's our content. So what are the six cards and they don't have to be people. They could be buildings, right? They could, I could Make it an ancient history game that somebody's playing the pyramid card, somebody's playing the Sphinx card, somebody's playing the Pharaoh card right, and these cards would allow you to do these same actions so you're not asking them even to waste any cognitive load on changing the game so one card in in the the tax collector lets you collect three gold that's the most. Maybe, because it's the most, maybe that should be the Pharaoh card in my Egypt game. So, like, this cognitive connection between the content and the structure of the game becomes the assignment. You're you're not asking them to change the game. You're just asking them to make realistic connections from what the actions that need to have happen in the game paired to your content. And then that cheat sheet, now, if, if it's the Pharaoh, it, you know, maybe it is still tax collecting. But, like... If the pyramid becomes the one that you get to draw two more cards, what's the connection? What are you saying you're doing? You don't you don't get to say you're tax collecting. Maybe you say you're you're embalming. You're like oh wow, like embalming allows you to like trade out who you are because you're going on to the afterlife. Like. Okay, that's kind of a curricular connection there. But they have to use the word embalming instead of tax collecting, right? So now they're using my content in various spaces. They're highlighting these six cards and what they can do. They're highlighting six actions and what you can call out that you're doing. And in the end, they also have to pick great artwork and produce these cards. You could use, if you're a part of the C 2 membership, we have over 30 different style cards. You could have them actually make the cards, cut them out. Put them on cardstock, and they could actually play the game how cool is that uh this i think is something that we should think about building into our classrooms think about using in our classrooms take a light game like that and have them play the game as is and then as a side quest or as a actual task have them make a coup version for something we've studied i think it's super awesome Two other games I kind of wanted to mention that are in that same vein. One super old game is Werewolf. Werewolf is kind of the OG hidden role, hidden deduction, who's who kind of game. I think having a retheme of that where, you know, is it like a, a Greek theme in my class? Is it a Great Gatsby theme? Is it a Shakespeare theme to try to figure out who's juliet or something like that right this you could re those games and have to put in characters that make sense for what that character does uh i think that's a that's a powerful one another one that i actually had a student do as a side quest he took it on himself he absolutely loved the game and wanted this as a side quest so i gave it to him as a side quest uh, and that was to retheme the game two rooms in a boom Two rooms and a broom another great social deduction game in which you're trying to figure out who's the president and who's the like bomber the assassin uh not really a school appropriate game by any means but when he rethemed it around rome as we're studying about the assassination of julius caesar it actually really fit but then that game has like 40 different roles and it was so cool for him to dig through Roman history and find all sorts of curricular connections like in the game, in the actual game, two rooms in a boom, uh, the president has to meet with his doctor. Like, so the, there's a role, that's the doctor. Well, he then looked up who was like one of the Rome's most famous, you know, doctors and his name is Galen and... Is so cool that he ended up having to like do all this like cross research, uh, but that's where I think, really, to kind of get on my soapbox a little bit about doing creative tasks become kind of addictive. It's 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 so cool to create and develop and grow and see your project grow, and this idea of reskinning a game is awesome they could then play it with their classmates they could play it with their family it's a wholesome kind of activity right to play a board game to be at the tabletop together Uh, i think you should totally think about reskinning a game as i said any of you out there that do this or have done it or play some board games and think you know about one that would work for a reskin please use the hashtag wellplayedpodcast and at Mr. Matera and I would love to carry on that discussion with you and see what games you're talking about playing Uh, I hope you caught last week's episode with Stephanie Crawford on it there is some great games suggested there also go back in the vault check out our Hundreds! I can't believe I can say that, of episodes that tell you anything from gamifying your class to some playful activities you can run. All right, everyone, I'm Michael Matera, and this has been truly an honor to journey with you a little longer, a little more. I want you all to have a great week and play on.